Good morning. I pray that you will. I pray that you've had a good morning thus far. As always, thank you for calling me in. Let's pray. <clears throat> God of grace and glory, how we thank you first for this day and this our time together. Thank you for today's mercies and grace sufficient. Um, we love you because you first loved us. Thank you for Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for another day uh, to do our best to get it right. Bless our time together. It's in your name we do pray. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Acts chapter 15, verses 36 through 41. Acts chapter 15, verses 36 through 41. After some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us return and visit the brothers in every city where we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. Now Barnabas wanted to take with them John called Mark, but Paul thought it best not to take with them one who had withdrawn from Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. There arose a sharp disagreement, so they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, having been commended by the brothers and by the grace of the Lord. And he went through Syria and Silica, strengthening churches. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be unto God. Um, yeah, I'm here. Um, people fall out. Um, people have disagreements. And None of that is new to the church. Uh, sometimes people quit speaking uh, based upon their own opinions and emotions. And Solomon was right when he said, there is nothing new under the sun, uh, be it family, uh, be it your blood siblings or, as my daughter would say, your parentals uh, uh, on the job, uh, at church, in the marketplace, paternity, sorority, et cetera, Masonic orders, uh, uh, winos, <laughs> uh, uh, people going to uh, making their choices about restaurants or whatever. People people have a disagreement. People fall out. It's unfortunate, but it's not new. Um, I believe that Satan is always raising his head to infiltrate the body of Christ and 
one of the reasons why we can't recognize that is because we are engulfed in our emotions and our feelings. And you can never see straight or think straight when you're emotional. Um, such is the case with Paul and Barnabas. Paul. Paul, who wrote over half of the New Testament. Barnabas, who, whose name means literally a son of encouragement. And yet they fell out. And they fell out because uh, Barnabas wanted to take and bring John Mark with them on the, the next journey. Paul says, no, I don't think that's good because on the last trip and journey to preach and teach and plant churches, this Negro uh, backed away. He wasn't committed. As a matter of fact, he left us high and dry. And then birthday nine says, and there was a sharp disagreement so that they separated from each other. That's probably one of the saddest statements in all the scripture in the book of Acts that Christians who claim to know God and who love God can't reason together. So much so until uh, Barnabas took Mark with him and Paul took Silas with him. Which is how you get that whole Paul and Silas uh, locked up in jail piece in Acts chapter 16. The work still is done. But whenever there is a rift in the body of Christ, the church can never be effective. Um, and again, people people have the right to disagree. And one of the things Dr. Joe Ratliff taught me was this. Perception is your reality, even if you're wrong. You can perceive something, but it doesn't make it the truth. And oftentimes we live in our perceptions concerning people, who likes us, who don't like us, who said this, who didn't say this. Someone can be looking past you, and you would swear to God, they roll their eyes at you. Some people ain't thinking about you. But your perception is because they look past you and maybe they had a twitch or a tweak or, hell, it could have been their sinuses. But you now you all talking about she don't like me. I was sitting down there and she and, and he rolled his eyes at me. That man was looking back, back there and talking to his child or waving at his daughter or something like that. But the perception is he don't like me. Now you have an attitude because you think he don't like you. That man wasn't even thinking about you. But perception. And here is the biggest part. That they did as much as Barnabas and Paul loved God, they could not work it out. Or, no, 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 no. Here's a better wording. They chose not to work it out. Some things, some things uh, I was perusing um, uh, social media 
it was Saturday, and one of my friends said uh, on his post, he said, have a conversation because some things can be fixed with the conversation. How many relationships are you forsaking and missing that, that really could bless you because you refuse to have a conversation? Because you are engulfed in the perception. Now, sometimes your perception could be true. Sometimes your perception is true. And on the flip side, you just can't always see your side of the coin. That, that's that victim mentality that will always, it, it, it's almost like, it's almost like, and I can say this because, uh, you know, I'm transparent. Um, at, at one of my pastorates, I won't tell you which one. <laughs> I've had three. At one of my pastorates, uh, I would always blame people. I would always blame deacons. I would always blame the group of people who didn't like me. And then one day when I was whining it in my feelings and, and talking to God about those people, the Holy Ghost convicted me and said, sometimes it's not always those people. Some of the issues that you are dealing with is your fault, your attitude, your disposition, your mouth. And so I had to deal with that. And one of the worst things there is to do is to accept or look at your own faults. Because in my mind, all the hell I was catching and all the trouble I was going through was because of those people. Now, they had their fair share. But at the same time, I had my fair share too. But I didn't want to look at that. I didn't want to deal with that. It's easier to blame other people. Because you're going to always see yourself in the pure light. You're going to always think you did it right. You're going to always think you got every eye and cross every T. And the reality is you don't. I know, I know that, that, that that's a surprise for some of you people, but you don't. You don't always get it right. Your perception, your thinking, your thought process on the matter ain't always the right way or, guess what, it's not the only way. Now, ultimately, um, they 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 fell out and and Paul had an issue with him, uh, you know. He did, but 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 uh, some some writers suggest that Mark actually uh, felt guilty about abandoning abandoning them on the journey to Pergo. And he wanted the opportunity to redeem himself. Um, uh, some suggest that perhaps the Jewish council um, uh, had an impact uh, on his perspective. Uh, now, to be fair, in context, understand this, that Mark and Barnabas were actually 
related. They were cousins. And so probably part of the rift between Paul and Barnabas was like Negroes. Hey, man, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. <laughs> and my family, man, you know what I'm talking about, my family. You know, I know we're in this church, though, but that's my cousin. Like, your cousin wrong, because Mark was wrong for abandoning them. And here is one of the things, too. You can't uphold people in their foolishness and in their wrong because you like them. You can't uphold people in their wrongdoing because you're related to them. And how many times have we seen that in the Lord's church? We can know somebody's wrong. We can know someone is ineffective, but that's your cousin. That's your godmother. That's your plate angel. That's your big uncle. Or that's your daddy's best friend. So you're going to look over everybody else's foolishness, but because you like them. I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I pray I'm making sense. The church has been destroyed by, that's my family. I grew up with them. Let's overlook them. But you're going to crucify them. You'll overlook them because you like them or because you know them or love them or because you're related to them. But if someone else did what your cousin just did or the person you like, that's why you can't address an issue with one person and ignore an issue with other people. So Paul said, I don't care. I don't care if it's your daddy. The Negro wasn't right for abandoning us. So, so Paul wasn't trying to hear about your cousin. Yeah, that's your cousin, but he ain't my cousin. But ultimately, uh, we don't really know uh, um, who was right or who was wrong. Uh, you know, Paul kind of exposed this character flaw in Mark that he wasn't stable for this kind of stuff. You know, Barnabas you know, uh, also recognize the flaw. But guess what? Here's the difference. I know y'all love the Apostle Paul. Y'all love what Paul says. Whatever. Uh, but, you know, Paul saw the flaw and wanted to distance himself from John Mark. Barnabas saw the flaw. That's his cousin. But watch this. Barnabas saw the flaw and wanted to do something different. He wanted to give John Mark a chance to work through it. In the words of Ralph Douglas West, good night, and the Lord God bless you real good. On my way to heaven. I love it when he said that. Here was the problem. Give people time and room to grow through their issues. And understand this. Everyone doesn't see life, family, church, or ministry the way you do. 
And if you always cut folk off because they don't do it the way it's ingrained or engraved in your head, in your mind, in your spirit, in your outlook, now you want to say, well, they can't get it right, or they aren't qualified, or they just can't get it. No, that's your way. But don't suggest to me that my way ain't right because it ain't your way. Because my way been working for me. Now I may can enhance my way. But please don't insult me by saying it has to be this way. Because what happens is you make people feel inferior. And now they back off and don't want to do ministry or work because you make them feel inferior. I've done it. I really have. And I'm at this point in my life where, again, where people are, preachers are calling me unk and pop and dad. And that kind of made me nervous, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm, just, I'm close to 50, so now I'm unk, pop, and dad. Cause I'm, you can't do stuff like that. You've got to allow people room to grow. Because guess what? You cannot say you desire room to grow and make mistakes and be given a chance to get it right if you want to allow other people those same chances to grow and mature and get it right. Because guess what? From the pastor on down, none of us always get it right. From the CEO on down, none of us always get it right. From the manager on down, none of us all, none of us always get it right. From the husband or the wife, none of us always get it right. Give people room to make a mistake and grow from it. And, but most of all, grow through it. Because guess what? Someone gave you room to go through it. Someone gave you a chance to mess up and get it right. So how dare you become this Pharisee of stunting people's growth. So in one case, we see favoritism on one hand because that was the boy's cousin, and you trying to protect your family. On the other hand, Paul was like, nah, nah, I ain't with that. This Negro left us high and dry. And I think Paul had a, Paul had a point. You just can't be out here with me and tell me you've got my back and you just leave me high and dry. I think Paul had a nod. I have major issues with a lot of stuff Paul said. But I also recognize loyalty and disappointment. Don't just leave me out here on the battlefield by myself when you looked me in my eye and told me you had my back. Because that's going to make me want to do you something when I see you again. I promise you, I'm going to want to put my hands on you. And I don't mean to baptize you to, or to anoint you. I'm going to put my hands on you. So Paul, like, no, I ain't no, uh-uh, no. People fall out. Trust me, I'm the king of fallout. I really am. And when I fall out, you don't have to wonder about it or ask. But at the same time, I'm, I'm having to grow to say, you know what, Jordan, you can't be hard on everybody like that because you don't always get it right. 
until you can recognize that you will always stifle your growth, your acceptance, and the growth of other people. People fall out, but ultimately, if they're Christians, they can make the choice to get back together again. I'm not going to tell y'all if they got back together again. Read the Bible for yourself. Sometimes you are always right. And sometimes you are wrong. But perception is your reality. And sometimes your perception is right. And sometimes your perception is wrong. Be open to work through it, to wrestle through it, to have uncomfortable, necessary conversations. And watch yourself grow and allow other people to grow. I pray I made sense this morning. Yeah, I pray I made sense this morning. Gracious God, our Father, how we thank you for this day. We love you because you first loved us. Help us to grow through it. Seasons, life, stress, grief, calamity. But as we recognize the flaws of others, help us to also recognize our own flaws. And and let all of us thank you for grace that is sufficient and mercies that are brand new every morning. Be with us throughout the course of this day. And bless us to bless someone else. And if by chance allow us to lead someone else to Christ, We pray for family and friends and those who are dealing with anxiety and depression and grief and unemployment. We're praying for parents who are praying for their children, those with legal issues and health issues, those who are battling cancer and high blood pressure and dementia and diabetes and tumors and unknown diseases and homelessness and addictions, God. We pray for your healing power. And for those who don't know Christ and the pardon of their sins, even now, save and use us as a conduit to lead those who are lost to the ever-loving power and presence of the Almighty God. We love you because you first loved us. In the strong name of our soon-coming King, Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. All right, fam, stay connected uh, to all of the... uh, social media and website information uh, or any pertinent information that pertains to our ministry. I pray that you have a good day also tonight. Uh, yeah.